And the horse I'm making reference to, Marzu, $70 into 50s in the Tab Everest. Where does he finish? Let's ask Chris Ward. He would have spoken to Tommy Berry at length uh, from, of course, Chris, one of the principals uh, from Triple Crown. And he's with us now. Chris, just take us, as I say, good morning to you. Just take us through that and the interference there in the Everest last weekend. Yeah, look, it's one of those things. He just had, uh, I mean, we always knew we were going to need some luck as soon as that barrier 11 uh, was displayed on the Tuesday night. And um, uh, I thought he got into absolutely the perfect position given the barrier uh, back on the inside and, and behind I Wish I Win. And uh, the only problem was there, as soon as um, Marzu was starting to make his run and, and ready to surge forward, but I Wish I Win was just going through a bit of a flat spot uh, as I believe he can, and um, he really had to get out from behind him. So he, he spotted that gap out sort of to the left, and he started angling out there. He got in there for about a stride or two, and then the door was absolutely shut closed on him. And um, to be honest, we were lucky he didn't come down. Espiona rolling out. Yes, exactly right. And um, I think it was uh, Zach Perth's ride on the outside, just making sure we weren't <laughs> we weren't yeah. getting any further out. In so. secret. Between those two, he was sandwiched. Yeah, and in secret, got the beautiful run through for Zach. Yeah, it certainly did. And I look, I think uh, talking to Tommy afterwards, he was um, he was adamant the horse was uh, was just travelling absolutely superb, and he, he felt had he got through, he was going to run sort of that uh, third, fourth, fifth sort of area. Um, he was really, really pleased with him, but. Obviously, luck deserted us on the day. Well, the sectional times tell us that as well, and that's what I like. Just if you watch it, that last 200 metres, after what happened, as you said, Tommy went up in the irons, he still ran a 11.56 home. His 400-200 was 10.63, Marzu. Yeah, surprisingly. I mean, it's um, it's very hard for a horse to do that, as you know. You know, you lose all momentum like that. And he was, he was virtually stopped dead there in the straight. And to be able to pick themselves up and, and go again and, and do it very effectively, um, I think it's just a testament to how well the horse was on the day. And as you know, it had been a sort of a, a funny old prep, been a bit interrupted. And uh, I think uh, Peter and Paul had him absolutely cherry ripe in the day. Um, and so they did a fantastic job. And, um, yeah, just a shame we didn't get to see him really let loose uh, to his full capabilities. Even his run prior in the shorts behind private eye had merit, didn't it? It did. Yeah, exactly right. So... I mean, that was very much sort of what we were expecting on the day. Uh, he obviously already had his slot sewn up for the Everest and pretty much every other horse was running for their slot. So they were, a lot of them were really fully primed and um, he was a, a fair bit off that through the wide gate. And, and from there, we just thought, well, now he's got to go back and, um, and yeah, you don't want to absolutely bust him first up run when he's not fully fit. And <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, no, he... Um, he got right back, but his closing sections were very strong there too. So we were very pleased with where he was at. And I think the, the premier was the race that he missed um, that would have really had him at 100% for the for the Everest. Was it to do with a back issue or something like that? Yeah, it was a bit of an odd one. Um, they just went to, to pull him out of his box to walk him down the hill on race day uh, to start getting ready for the race. And he just walked out uh, just a little bit lame behind. And um, what it best guess is that uh, he's just rolled over in his box and um, just put something a little bit out of alignment in his back there and uh, all it took was the chiropractor the next morning and uh, just worked on him for a little while and he was as good as gold you know hours after that so it was very short term but unfortunate timing
Chris, what was also pleasing, we know they were running very fast times and that track really firmed up that he ran so well without luck. And we know when he's when it's soft, he, he's even better. Um, is that Are you going to that winner's race the, or the Giga Kick 1300 against the, the two place or the first and third out of the Everest? Yes, that's right. That's that's the idea at this stage. So, um, yeah, no, I, I think he's just as effective on the uh, the good track or the wet track. I think it's probably more of a case of the, the wet track probably detracts from some of the other runners, but um, he, he's shown some outstanding form on both wet and dry. Uh, he'll head towards that giga kick now. Um, the 1300 won't be a problem, and I think uh, with that extra run, run under his belt, I think he'll be very much primed for the day, and I'd expect... You know, hopefully get a good draw, but I'd, I'd expect he'll be running very, very well. For Tommy? Yes, yes, Tommy will be staying on board. And, of course, Sam, who won the race on uh, on uh, Think About It, um, used to be this horse's regular rider, didn't he, Marzu? <laughs> I know. It's, it's amazing how, how it works out. And, um, you know, Sam did a uh, – he's done a tremendous job with Marzu in the past, and um, he, he's done an outstanding job with Think About It as well. He's he's managed to get himself on the back of a couple of horses who have had uh, big, long winning streaks. And um, – He's been right in the thick of it. What's great for Queensland, of course, you presented Marzu in the 10,000 last year, which he duly won, and then he went on that later that year. He was terrific in last year's Everest, covering, covering ground all the way. Of course, last year's Stradbroke, Alligator, Blood and Private Eye. Um, look what they did on the weekend. Um, and, of course, this year it was the Everest winner that won the Kingsford Smith and the Stradbroke. So it's just a great recipe, isn't it? Uh, and I'm a parochial Queenslander, but campaigning Queensland, get the sun on their back and then turn up for these big ones during the spring. Oh, I couldn't agree more. We love coming up to Queensland for the carnival up there. I think it's, um, you know, first and foremost, uh, there's some amazing racing going on, some really high-class racing. But on top of that, the real added bonus is it's a great springboard into uh, the spring races down here as well. And I think um, you get them up there and then you can give them a short break and come down and, um, you know, probably carry a little bit of residual fitness coming into the spring. And it's been a proven recipe, uh, not only for us, but a lot of other people as well. Thanks for your time. Good luck, Chris, in the big race. Let's hope it goes his way and he gets the right run in the, in the race that uh, Giga kick in a few weeks. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Chris Ward joining us, talking about Marzu. Uh, just hasn't gone according to plan at all, has it? This preparation. Yeah, last year in the, the Giga kill, last year it was called, what was it called last year? Um, the Nature Strip, was it? Anyway. Um, this horse, Marzu, ran second to Private Eye, who, as I said, was brilliant in it last year. Private Eye uh, ran very fast time and won by a margin. This horse, Marzu, box-seated and was very brave in the race. I'm just trying to grab it on screen and find it. Here we are. So we're talking about the 1,300-metre race at Rose Hill, a run on the... It's worth $3 million, by the way. And the date, the 4th of November. Yeah, so last year, Private Eye won it by just over a length. He's... um sectional is 34 they ran 34 leaded to post and out private i ran uh, from off the speed but they ran 115.90 overall and um yeah marzu second kementari was third and then as was mentioned private i went off to uh melbourne after that and he just over raced and um probably may have had enough and probably a bit too far uh, even though he's a <laughs> he's a mile winner but he's been trained as a sprinter what was that race he started short? We all thought he was a moral in the Cantala last spring where he started 220 behind Alligator Blood.